0: Welcome to Blackhawks Insider, the official podcast of the Chicago Blackhawks, presented by ChevyDriveChicago.com, drive what Kane and Taves drive. I'm Carter Baum, and it's been a few weeks since our last show, a planned holiday break for us around... uh, Christmas, New Year's, everything going on there kind of turned into a longer break for us on the show around COVID 19 with games being postponed. We took a little bit of a break, kind of waiting for things to calm down, but we're approaching the all star break. Uh, Protocols across the NHL are are starting to lift. Cases are going down, and that's good news for us. So we're back. We've got a special guest this week, Colby Cohen, joining us uh, as always. And we sit down with Tyler Johnson to really talk about. His rehab from a neck injury suffered early in the season, becoming only the second NHL player to go through artificial disc replacement surgery. Jack Eichel was the first one to have it just a couple weeks before he did, but we learn about his road back, his decision to have the surgery, everything that went into that a a very monumental step or decision in his career, I should say, and uh, also talk about a special weekend coming up, the Spokane Chiefs retiring his number nine from his junior days back in spokane washington all that and more coming up right now on blackhawks insider presented by your chicagoland and northwest indiana chevy dealers it's all about the drive welcome to blackhawks insider carter Baum, back with you alongside colby cohen once again He's joining us by phone, but uh, we have a special guest joining us today, Tyler Johnson here with me in studio, or I guess what we'd call a studio. We're inside of one of the locker rooms here at the United Center, but uh, Tyler, thank you for joining us. Uh, first off, it's good to see you back on the ice, coming back in your uh, your rehab process from your neck injury. First off, I'll ask you, how are you feeling? How are things going uh, you look great out there. Derek King said you were uh, just absolutely tearing it up the last couple of days and, and really fast.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Thanks for having me. And uh, no, I feel really good. Um, you know, I, I think the last couple of weeks, if you weren't telling me that I couldn't play or anything like that, I would have been telling you I was raring to go. So I feel good. We're just kind of waiting on some things here and there. But um, no, I, I feel uh, unbelievable.
2: Yeah. Obviously, uh, Tyler, you, you know, you come here from. Tampa Bay, and you know, I'll I'll let Carter ask you all the you know the Hawks related questions, but you know, I I I, um you know like just looking over some of your history, you know, some of it I know just from playing against you, and some of it I I was a little bit unaware of, but like, I mean, you have won literally at every level. I mean, when you talk about a guy who's a winner, um, I mean, you are a winner. I, I mean, between the Calder Cup, the the Stanley Cup, the World Junior Gold. You're an MVP of the AHL, an NHL all-rookie, WHL honors. I mean, it it pretty much goes on and on um, for your playing resume. And so you come here to Chicago after spending quite a few years in Tampa Bay. Uh, You came up through the Tampa Bay farm system. I mean, I remember the um, the team in Norfolk that year, you know, I was in Providence and you guys were just miserable to play against. I don't know if you guys lost more than five games that year. It was just ridiculous. Um, so obviously you, you, you know that so well and you've been there so long now you come to Chicago, new city, you know, new team, new, new everything. Um, you know, what's that adjustment been like for you, uh, just coming here and, and being in a totally new atmosphere when, you know, for a long time, it was kind of, you know, one coach and, and one group of core players and, and this and that.
1: Yeah, it's definitely been a different adjustment. And, uh, you know, you, you kind of said I had one coach all through pro up until this year. So, you know, kind of playing the same system, doing the same things, and then coming here and kind of it being all different, uh, meeting new guys. Um, obviously, Chicago's a lot bigger city than anything that I've been in. So, um, you know, it's been a lot of fun, unfortunately, uh, you know, with the injury and whatnot kind of derailed a little bit there and, you know, I've had to focus on some different things compared to, you know, just kind of adjusting to the team and being a part of that. But, um, you know, we, we have a really good group of guys. Uh, everyone was so welcoming right away. And, um, you know, I've had a lot of fun here. The city is unbelievable. The fans are great. And, um, uh, you know, I just can't wait until I get back to playing and be in front of everybody and, um, you know, hopefully contributing the best I can for the team. You talk about only
0: playing for, for one coach, you started, and Jeremy Colleton was here. You had a couple of weeks under him before you got hurt. Now it's Derek King, and he likes to joke with the media. You know, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what this kid's got because he hasn't played a game with you in the lineup. He hasn't fully been able to do that, but you've been around the team. You've you've gotten to know him. What's it been like, kind of at least learning the off ice side of that, and now starting to translate uh, maybe on the ice with with Derek King.
1: Yeah, especially at the beginning when he started coaching, I wasn't around all the meetings and stuff because I was doing other things. So, um, you know, we really only got to talk, um, you know, kind of away from the team atmosphere. So uh, he's a really funny guy. I think everyone can see that. He's kind of got that laid back nature, kind of has, you know, a saying to go along with everything, which is always fun as a player and kind of just keeps you on your toes a little bit. So, um, you know, I'm excited to see what it is going to be behind the bench there and, um, you know talking with the guys um, feels like it's a little bit different atmosphere on the ice. So, uh, you know, it's going to be really fun to be a part of.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I can tell you that um, I'm certainly excited to see you get back into the lineup. I think, you know, I, I've gotten to watch you pretty closely over the last couple of years. We have, you know, mutual friends and this and that. So I have paid attention to those Tampa Bay scenes. but you know, for me, what's more important than that is I, I want to know about your dog. I mean, I I know you... We're got a, a dog-friendly podcast. Ah, nice. Yeah, this. I mean, I pretty much am I'm more interested. I mean, we've, we've talked more about Wrigley Strom. I think, at times this year than Dylan. <laughs> and I think Dylan's okay with that, by the way. But your pictures on social media with the dog, you've got the golden doodle. Um, all of your, your endorsement deals, even in Tampa Bay, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I saw any commercials you were in that your dog wasn't in. Maybe the dog is really the the person or, or the, the, the one for the endorsement deals, but I, I just, I want to hear more about the dog and how old, what's the breed, uh, how's the dog like in the snow? I'm sure a little different than Tampa Bay, right?
1: (laughs) Definitely different. And, uh, you're right. She, she was kind of the fan favorite back in Tampa. She was in, we had calendars and everything else. So, uh, her name's Riesling, uh, seven year old golden doodle. And then I also, um, My girlfriend's been living here and she has a golden doodle too, a three-year-old Remington. So they're kind of like best friends right now. And, um, you know, it was kind of funny with the snow. I think it's probably only their first or second time either one to see snow and uh, they love it. They just go crazy in it. But after about 10 minutes, they get a little sick of it, kind of look at me and make sure I'm ready to go back in, which usually I'm ready by that time (laughs) anyway. So um, it's been a lot of fun.
2: Were they big swimmers in Tampa? Like
1: were you? Were they big uh, water dogs? So Reese loves to swim. Um, she loves being on the boat and jumping in pools and everything else. Uh, Remy, on the other hand, he's still learning. He's uh, he's one of those guys I throw him in a couple times and then he runs away and hides from me for the rest of the day. So, um, uh, <laughs> I think he likes it because he he gets cooled off or whatnot. But uh, I think he could do without it if he was okay with it.
0: I know I was late to the rink today because I went outside. Colby, you're you're out of town right now. You're missing uh, some great weather back in Chicago. <laughs> about six I'm inches in Florida, of snow.
2: so I, I am happy where <laughs> where I am right now. It's
1: pretty <laughs> cold down there right now. I heard though too.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's not your typical uh, you know beach day. Um, we're 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 on the other side from Tampa. We're we're down in the the South Florida area, but it's it certainly beats you know, getting hit with eight or 10 inches of snow. So uh, probably not hockey weather down here, but um, you know, I, 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 love, honestly, I, I love seeing uh, guys with their dogs. I love, you know, I, I had a golden retriever and now we have a little, a little rescue. And so I, I know Johnny, like how, how your dog can just be such a great support system for you throughout a season. And I'm sure this year, uh, you know, being a little bit trying with you rehabbing and, and coming back from a from a um, an injury, I'm sure the dog has has been part of your support team. And maybe you could just talk a little bit about you know just how how that's been for you and the support you've gotten from the team and your family and your dog and whoever else has kind of helped you. Because you know you're not a guy who generally misses a lot of games throughout your career. I mean, you you you've been. Uh, you've had a a great career where you've been available and you've always played in the big games and you've always been a part of the big moments.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know, I think I've been fortunate in my career that, um, you know, injuries I've had, if they were um, serious, was pretty much towards the end of whether it be playoffs or season where, you know, you can kind of take the summer to heal it up. So I never really had to miss extended times as, And I always try to play through everything too. So this one was a little different. I'm not able to do it. Um, But no, I have a great support um, team. Um, You know, my dogs, my girlfriend, uh, my family, uh, friends, even, uh, you know, guys off Tampa that I've played with for all those years. um, You know, they they obviously knew that with this injury, I've kind of been sort of dealing with it for the last couple of years. So finally being able to heal it up and feel unbelievable, um, I I think it's been a pretty cool thing, but no, the team here, uh, the staff, everyone's been really, really good. I, I think. When you're doing the rehab and stuff, it can be pretty difficult because you see the guys out there battling and grinding and, um, you know, coming together and uh, sacrificing for one another. And then I'm sitting here and not really being able to be a part of that. Something that, you know, you're used to being a part of, uh, you know, being able to try to give everything for the team. And I just can't do that right now. So that gets pretty, pretty hard at times being able to watch and not be able to do it. But um, you know, I'm excited to get back. I I think that feeling of, um, almost like you're letting the team down by not being able to do it just fuels you to even be a little bit better and harder. And, you know, the next rehab session, I just push it a little bit more and that just kind of, you know, drives me to get back. So, um, you know, I think it's been good and, uh, you know, the the rehab team here with Patrick and all the staff, um, you know, they've, they've done a great job of trying to keep me into it mentally, physically. I mean, it's been a long time off. I, I've never been, I think I was off the ice for about a month and a half, and I don't think I've ever gone a month and a half without skating since I was like two years old, probably. So it's definitely <laughs> been an adjustment wow. to me, but uh, I think in a way it's kind of been good. I mean, this is almost like a summer workout regime that I've never had just because we've always gone so late and had so many different things going on that, you know, I've able to kind of take a step back, relax a little bit, put some things into focus, realize what I need to improve, need to do and try to get my body back into it. You
0: mentioned this is something that has been bothering you for a little while and even your teammates back in Tampa kind of knew about it. But walk me through that timeline a little bit. I mean, you go down. I believe it was in Carolina, right in late uh, late October. You kind of get hurt. You're, you're dealing with it for a while. In early December, you decide to have have surgery on it the artificial disc replacement surgery. Everyone's been talking about you know Jack Eichel's option to have this surgery for months and months and months. And here we are, a couple of weeks after he has it, and mm-hmm. you go through it. You become the second player in the NHL to go through that process. But what was it like in those couple of weeks between getting re-injured again, kind of? weighing out your ops and options, trying to see what was there, and then ultimately deciding to have that that same surgery, something that, at least in an NHL player, hadn't been done yet, but uh, you said you, you're feeling great already.
1: Yeah, so when I originally got hurt, um, you know, we were kind of hoping that rest would kind of just heal it. It's one of those things that sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, but I think because i've injured it so many times before that it i just had to get it fixed um but we were hoping that the rest was going to heal it we were hoping that um you know i had a couple shots in it that we were hoping that was going to kind of you know heal it or at least you know do something but unfortunately nothing was working this was kind of the last resort was either um do the adr which um jack eichel did and i ended up doing or it would have been doing a fusion and um you know, I I tried to get a lot of different opinions with a lot of different doctors. Um, you mentioned that, obviously, without Eichel, no one's ever done it. So, in, in the NHL, um, it's definitely been a different option. But um, speaking with everyone, and again, not everyone has the same opinions, but um, the majority of the surgeons I did talk to, majority of the doctors that... Uh, you know, knew about all the options and, you know, felt comfortable and saying that, um, the disc replacement was going to be the best thing for me in the long run, being a young guy, uh, if you do have fusions, which players have done before and, um, you know, you come back good, uh, not necessarily what you did before, but, um, doing that's a better chance that you're going to have to have surgery again later in life where uh, a lot of the doctors feel now with the disc replacements, um, there's a chance or an opportunity that I'll never have to deal with it again. So that to me was a big um, selling point. Um, The rehab process is awesome. If I would have done a fusion, I would have been out this year for sure. And, um, you know, even into the summer, I still would have been you know, trying to get everything back, there's no chance I'd have been skating like I am right now or feeling the way I do, being able to move and everything. So, uh, I'm extremely happy with what I did. Um, you know, I have to think I spoke with Jack, uh, you know, he gave me a lot of info on it too. Um, you know, all the doctors and surgeons that I spoke to, I mean, I'm sure, I was, uh, spending a lot of time with those guys that they probably didn't got sick of talking to me, but I just had to get all the info and, uh, you know, I'm really, really happy with everything that's uh, been going on. And, um, the organization in Chicago here were unbelievable. They just basically said, Hey, whatever you think's best for your body do. They just, they wanted the best thing for me. So, um, you know, I can't say enough good things about that. They were so supportive and everything. You've been back on the ice skating with the team.
0: You might have even been out there in a non-contact jersey recently, just slowly working your way back. I mean, do you feel like you've almost put some years further on your career because of this? I mean, it, it's been something that's been nagging on you for a while, not that you're an old guy and looking to retire right <laughs> now. But I mean, do you feel kind of rein, reinvigorated?
1: I mean, it's definitely, it, it's weird. Um, when I went in to get the surgery, when I was talking to the surgeon, he was doing all these tests and stuff, and he made me aware of a lot of problems that I had that um I was playing through that I just was like, oh, you know what, I just have to move a little differently or whatever. Like you change what you, How do. you do. Your body. But now that that's healed and I'm coming back and I can feel my movement and everything and everything's just much more fluid. And I, I don't have like a hitch in the way I do things. It's like it does feel different like I haven't felt like this in years so um it, it's it's cool to be able to do that and at first when I started skating I remember like I'd get sore in all these muscles I wouldn't get sore in before but it's because I haven't used those muscles in years because I wasn't able to do some of the movements so um you know I'm excited to see what will happen I I've been working you know with the skills coach and everything here and um being able to do some of the stick handling and being able to look over my shoulder certain ways I I've never done in the last couple of years, so we'll see how it translates.
2: Well, my last question that I have, and and Carter, you may have a couple of more, but you know, there's a there's a rumor that I heard that uh, there's some there's a a, a, a singing <laughs> either a rendition of a song that came out after the the World Junior gold medal. <laughs> game. Um, and I'm just wondering, is your neck affecting your singing skills anymore? Because I've heard some really good things about this rendition of whatever song it was that you guys celebrated the World Junior Championship with.
1: Well, shoot, I, I don't know. I have a lot of problems singing. I, I wish I could say it was just my <laughs> neck, but I don't think that was it. But uh, yeah, I know guys love to joke around about that because on uh, YouTube, they have their you know, singing the song or whatever. And to be honest with you, I don't even know what it is. It was the NDTP song. So (laughs) it's a national development team. They, they made it up. Apparently, I think it was like Danny Christo is the one that did it. I have no idea, but, um, you know, whenever, (laughs) whenever the guys that make fun of me for it, it's usually the Canadians. So, you know, I always can tell them I got my gold medal. Where's theirs? You know, at least you can kind of show them that, but no, my, my singing voice is not better. (laughs)
2: And I'm happy to hear that the singing voice is unaffected. That, that's, uh, you know that that came from one of your one of your Tampa friends. So I did, you know I just we were worried and we had to make sure.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't tell you about the uh, bathroom scene. I thought that's where it was going. <laughs>
2: Well, uh, you know, I, I might have heard a couple of things,
0: but I wanted to leave off the show, you know? <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. We might have to go dig up that YouTube clip. And uh, Oh, it's there. it's there. Unfortunately, it's there. I might have to drop it in here. But uh, before we let you go, Tyler, I know we're sitting here. It's Wednesday morning. The team's getting ready to play Minnesota. Everyone's looking forward. There's an all-star break coming up a couple days. I know a lot of guys are Getting out of town, just kind of rehabbing the body, resting a little bit. It's going to be great for you as well. Uh, a couple of days to, to con- continue your rehab, keep working, but uh, a special trip for you coming up. You're going back home to Spokane where you're from, and uh, the Spokane Chiefs are retiring your number nine from your days in the WHL. You're going to be, I think you said, the second player all time to have their jersey retired by the Spokane Chiefs this weekend. Uh, What does that mean for you? I mean, how special is that for you to be able to go back and and be honored like that?
1: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I don't think it's still even really hit me just because, (laughs) you know, when I was growing up, my goal was always to play for the Spokane Chiefs just because, you know, you grew up watching them. I remember going to games when I was, you know six years old or whatever and watching the guy. So, uh, for me to be able to play there was a dream come true. Um, have the success we did, we won Memorial cup, um, you know, it was pretty good each and every year. And, um, now being able to go back and, uh, you know, having my number up there forever is pretty special. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to have all the family and friends there and, um, you know, just a really, really good support staff there. So it's going to be, it's going to be really exciting.
0: I think you you might have undersold just how much of an impact you had on that team. I mean, you <laughs> put up 282 points in 266 games in a couple of years there. You mentioned WHL Championship, Memorial Cup. You were the MVP of the WHL tournament that year as well. And then your last season there before you go and you had to – I think sign as a free agent in Tampa but your last season there you put up 115 points. I mean <laughs> you, you had a pretty big impact on Is that, that. good. Team. I think that's pretty good. I mean it's I think it's okay, more than I could I, I, sure.
1: I was uh, I was lucky I had uh, some really good teams. I had great coaches, great players to play with and uh, you know that's where you really learn how to be a player but also learn how to be like an adult. You grow up a lot in those ages, uh, from 16 to 20. I mean, that's a pretty big yeah. change. So, um, I was lucky to be around such a great staff of, you know, support, whether it be our GM and Tim Speltz or our coaches, you know, we had different ones throughout the years, but no matter what, you know, we, they always set us up to succeed on and off the ice. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty proud to say I played for Spokane and, uh, it's going to be fun to always be a part of the legacy.
0: And it's got to be special for you doing that in your hometown too because I know a lot of part of, especially in juniors, these kids go off at 16, 17, 15 years old even to small towns. They're away from their family. It's got to be tough, but it must have been nice for you to be able to to do that at home. And I think your your family had to have been in the stands every single game, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the ticket guys there got a little upset. <laughs> I remember I'd be asking for about 25 tickets on a Wednesday night. So, um, you know, we, we had a lot and it was – it was awesome for me, uh, my entire family is in Spokane. They still are. So we have a really big family. So everyone was able to come all my friends. I was able to stay in the same school and graduate with everyone that I grew up with. Um, you know, it, it, looking back, it really did work out as good as I ever could have imagined. Like, I mean, I, I don't know if there ever would have been a better way. It, it really was just the ultimate perfect story. And, um, you know, I'm very, very fortunate.
0: Well, that will do it for this week's episode. Special thank you to you, Tyler Johnson, Colby Cohen. Thank you for joining us from the road. For Colby and Tyler, I'm Carter Baum. We'll see you next time on Blackhawks Insider, presented by Chevy Drive Chicago. Drive Wood King and Tate's drive.